Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Inc. Realty. When it's time for your next move, choose Guaranteed. And welcome back to Atlanta Living, the second hour, and we're going to be talking food and bourbon right up my alley when we have the folks from Southern Art in the studio with me. Now, Southern Art is owned by Art Smith, and if that name kind of goes, ah, I've heard that name, that was Oprah Winfrey's private chef years ago, so you've probably seen him on the Oprah Winfrey show Um, doing some cooking demonstrations with her. So if you've not eaten at um, the Southern Art on Peachtree Street in Buckhead, it is absolutely fabulous. And it has a great patio overlooking Peachtree Street. Great people watching. Great bar. Wonderful food. I have Chef Tanya Morris in the studio, uh, Chef de Cuisine, Mm -hmm. and she brought... The heaviest, most delicious <laughs> pecan pie I have ever put in my mouth. And yes, yes. it does have bourbon in it. <laughs> yes. And then Michael Magnoli. And he is the beverage director. Would that be your title? Head head bourbon expert. That that works, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that works. My business card says bar manager, but bar manager. I like bourbon expert. That bourbon works. expert, yes. <laughs> and so first of all, uh Chef Tanya, um being the chef de cuisine at such a famous restaurant in the Atlanta mm-hmm. area with uh the thriving restaurants that we have now, I mean, what does that feel like? Um it's, it's just been an experience. I, I love it. I love the guys that I work with, and uh, I love Chef Art. Um, he's, he's so wonderful and just just like family. Uh, he is a hoot. He is. <laughs> yeah, he keeps us going. Uh, I'm so glad that he drops by, and it's always an experience. And um, just working for him is just, it's just, it's just so wonderful. Okay, you keep talking because I'm eating this pecan pie. Keep on eating. <laughs> okay, so how much influence does he have on the menu, what you're fixing? And, and, and I do want to say, has he given you um, the recipe for his famous fried chicken? I have the recipe. Uh, please don't uh, call me and <laughs> text me about it. But, uh, I do have the recipe. It's an awesome recipe. It's one of the best on, on this side of heaven. And um. Um, the guys execute it well. Uh, he has a big influence on what we do uh, on so many levels. Uh, we, he, he has the vision, just like Mike said earlier. He has a vision, and we just kind of make it happen. Now, you have, you have um, a great thing coming out. You have this wonderful dinner, the uh, Master Distiller's Dinner with Four Roses. Right, that's more. And, and you, you, you had that? Yes, mm-hmm. that was... Um, that was uh, last month. We had that with uh, Four Roses Master Distiller Brent Elliott. He came down into town, and um, we did an incredible pairing dinner um, with 
four of our previous private label bourbons, and then Chef Tanya created a, a pretty amazing menu to uh, pair with those bourbons. And then uh, you have Restaurant Week. We have Restaurant Week. It starts on Monday. Um, we have uh, three courses, four courses, three courses? Three courses. Three courses. Um, beet salad, um, fried chicken, of course. We have striped bass with um, some nice spring uh, uh, squash. We also have uh, a mud, mud cake, Georgia mud cake that I created. Now, what? Mud cake? Mud cake. Yes, mud cake. It's wonderful. It's just chocolate on top of chocolate, on top of some more chocolate and nice and gooey, ooey. Um, and, and, and we call it mud cake uh, for several reasons because it's, it has a texture of mud. Uh, it's just it's just so wonderful. It's served warm. Oh. It's not on the menu, so okay. you have to come out during during uh, Georgia uh, Restaurant Week to enjoy it. Uh, we're thinking about putting it on the menu, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll now, see. what do you think is the most popular thing on the menu that when people order it, the plates come back clean? Uh, besides the fried chicken, I would say the shrimp and grits. Shrimp and uh, grits. We have our house-made andouille. We make it in-house. Uh, start with the pork bud and uh, newski bacon. Uh, it's just it's just wonderful. Now, what is your background? When when did you learn to cook? How did you learn to cook? How did I learn to cook? Just people asking me to cook all the time. I, I just eventually uh, kind of decided, okay, this is what I want to do. Um, I started out with math, but I didn't want to teach. But I I still I'm still teaching every day mm-hmm. in the kitchen, so it kind of works out great. Uh, but I just cooking for the people. I mean, I love the people and I love how people react to what I have, you know, created um, and what the team has created. So that's why that's why I draw from. Well, you produce some wonderful dishes. Thank you. And at Southern Art and it is true southern food it is true southern food so um you can if you're if you're craving true southern food with a with just a hair of elegance in there it's it's a hair just a hair (laughs) of elegance (laughs) uh go to southern art and about their 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 bar and their bourbon program i mean that's what you're known for yeah it's um it's it's one of a kind um i think especially in this city it um uh, we just got news that we were rated one of the top 80 bourbon bars in the country. Wow! Um, so you know, we we try and um, we try and make sure that we 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 have a lot of offerings, whether it's craft cocktails or local beers or wine. But um, we definitely specialize in in bourbon and all American whiskeys. We've got probably a hundred to one hundred and ten right now at this point um, from all over the United States. So. Right. But you did something very special with Four Roses. We did. We we have a very great relationship with Four Roses, and we have for years. Um, going back to about four years ago when we bought our first barrel from them. Um, but this year, uh, Maxime, our food and beverage director, and myself, we flew up to Kentucky, um, went to the distillery, and tasted through all 10 of their recipes um, and chose... Um, the, the one that kind of stood out the most to us and uh it was an amazing experience i, I can't wait to go back it was a lot so, of fun do a lot of restaurants get to choose their own barrel of whiskey it it used to be much uh, it used to be available to more restaurants now because of the bourbon scene is so mm-hmm. big um it's definitely more selective um so th- you you can maybe find a few more in atlanta um I, i've personally not seen one um but yeah, I, I like to think that we're unique for having that opportunity. Um, I've I've tasted that mm-hmm. uh, bourbon and it's very unique. Yeah, it is. And you can only get it at Southern Art Bourbon Bar. That's right. So 
give us a sense of uh, what sets it apart from other bourbons. Um, Well, for one, it is a barrel strength bourbon, so it is a higher proof, so it's more of a sipping bourbon. Um, But other than that, I I remember being in the distillery in the tasting room, um, and when when Brent, the master distiller, pulled this particular bourbon from the barrel, I saw the color, I smelled it, and even before tasting it, I just knew. um, I I said at the time, it reminded me of my uncle's smoking tobacco, and there was something nostalgic about it that just, from that point, I knew that was the winner. So when you were tasting through the bourbons, after a while, did they all not just start to taste the same and your taste buds numb? Um, I mean, you're, you're really tasting it in such small quantities. Um, and, you know, there's crackers and chips and things like that to kind of bring your palate back to neutral. Um, but I don't know. I guess once you've kind of done it, enough you kind of get used to how to pull different nuances out of things and i mean if you drink enough of it yes it's gonna you're gonna (laughs) (laughs) it's inevitable (laughs) okay a lot of people are thinking what is the proper way for a good bourbon Mm -hmm. to to drink a good bourbon i tell people all the time as long as you're drinking keep doing it however you're most comfortable with but they they a lot of times or the way you really want to do it is is to do it at room temperature in a glass that's kind of nice and round that way you kind of get air into it um and to drop a little drop of room temperature water in it that allows the bourbon to open up um the minute you do that you automatically smell kind of more floral notes herbal notes um it just helps it to kind of develop quicker okay what about on the rocks absolutely i mean that's that's like for our four roses um uh bottle our barrel that's how I recommend it because it is such a higher proof by um, throwing a few ice cubes and it helps dilute it a little, uh, makes it a little bit um, easier to go down and you can kind of feel more of you know all the different notes and flavors and textures in it. So what would you consider are the top four best-selling bourbons that you have at the Bourbon Bar? Ooh, um, I would say that our new Four Roses barrel is up there. We've already sold about half of that barrel. Oh, are you kidding um, yeah, me? Yeah, which is about 100 bottles. And we've, we, we've only had it out for about five weeks now. Oh, um, my gosh. So, that goes, so it's going quick. It goes quick. Um, one of the great things is our bartenders, they do a lot of hand selling. So if they're passionate about something, they'll sell it to you. Um, but outside of that, I mean, um, there's some really great things out there that are really affordable, like um, Eagle Rare. That's a great 10-year-aged bourbon. Um, Elijah Craig is phenomenal. It's a 12-year-aged bourbon. Um, and if you can get your hands on it, Elmer T. Lee, I think, in my opinion, is one of the, the best bourbons on the market for the price. Okay. Well, folks, we're speaking with um, with uh, Chef Tanya Morris and Mike Magoli. Uh, from Southern Art and Bourbon Bar. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you can incorporate a little bourbon in your dishes and That's add right. that extra. Mm. Uh, you're listening <laughs> to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I'm Aura Belinda's Skelton's Atlanta Living. Thanks, Scott. We're having a great time on Atlanta Living. Speaking with Michael Magnoli and Chef Tanya Morris from Southern Art and Bourbon Bar in Buckhead, right there on Peachtree Street. Mm -hmm. And, um, okay, Chef Tanya. Yes. Adding a little bourbon to your dishes is a fantastic way to give it that little extra mm. That little edge. So it gave this pecan pie a fantastic flavor. So what other things can we add it to real quick? Uh, well, to cook with and don't worry because the alcohol burns <laughs> off and it just leaves it the does, flavor it does burn off. 
Uh, we do it for, um, sometimes we use it as a sauce for some of the steaks that we have. We have an extensive steak menu. Uh, one of the sauces, uh, one, the pepper sauce has bourbon in it. Um, we use it for our chutneys. Uh, we do a peach chutney for um, a cheese melt that we mm-hmm. have with arugula and apple. Oh. And it's just that great pick-me-up, like Mike said earlier, it's such a tobacco-y, smoky kick that you know you don't really know where it's coming from but right. you know you know, you know it's different you know it's and so there. it's imperative to kind of balance out the sugar you know in the south we do the sugar and the, the savory or sugar and sweet or, or sugar and sour um and so it's important to have something to balance those two out i think bourbon is an excellent additive to to do that well, Tim Bryant from our newsroom came in and said, I don't even like pecan pie, but I like this. And I said, I have a feeling it's because it's got a little extra taste Just in there. A little extra love, yes. A little extra love. Okay, uh, so what's coming up at the uh, the bourbon bar that people might want to, or uh, Southern Art that people might want to take advantage of? Well, we have the uh, family-style dinner. Um, and it's and it's it's great for those that want to bring their kids. Um, you pay a base price. I think it's uh, twenty five dollars. Twenty five, yeah. And you get uh, a couple of courses, and it's set up like if you were having yeah Sunday dinner, and it's great. It's an awesome way to enjoy a lot of different food items as opposed to having one plate and picking off your your, your partner's plate or whatever <laughs> case may be, or your kid's plate. Uh, but it's a good. Ch- good time to you know eat family style have a little taste of everything and um and just sit back and relax on a good sunday yes and yes. once again the the porch or the 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 deck overlooks peach tree mm-hmm. street and yep. it's it's a great place mm-hmm. to really people watch and mm-hmm. and enjoy all that that buckhead has to offer so uh you can look at the menu um on it's, you can go on southernart.com and see the menu, both for uh, the restaurant, the bar, bourbons, everything. Everything's online. Okay. Michael Magnoli is the bar manager, mm-hmm. bourbon expert, <laughs> and Chef Tanya Morris, the chef de cuisine. Mm-hmm. Y'all do a fantastic job. Thank Check you. it out. One of our great restaurants here in the city. Coming up, you're going to hear from some kids that I judged a a cooking contest uh, this past week and was so impressed that I invited the winning team to come down and talk to you. So they're coming up next. Stay tuned. You're going to be really impressed. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Inc. Realty. When it's time for your next move, choose Guaranteed. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. This half hour, you're going to hear from some incredible kids. I had the privilege earlier this week to be a judge at a kids cooking competition. I thought I was going to get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, a grilled cheese. I had no idea what to expect. It was at Cook's Warehouse. They told me to come hungry. I, you know, I kind of wasn't sure. I had a granola bar in my purse just in case things didn't go well. I was blown away. Um, Cook's Warehouse has been having these kids cooking camps for quite a while. And I'm going to let Wendy Allen uh, tell you about these. And Wendy, you uh, you have been having these kids 
cooking camps for how long? For about 20 years now. Wow. So we've been in business for 21 and have been offering classes in kids' camps pretty much from the very beginning. And you have this great uh, retail side of the store where you can buy anything that you can possibly ever think about using in the kitchen, but you also have a... Uh, a kitchen in the back that has several stations where you can have these cooking demonstrations and camps. Yes, we do. We've got three locations around the Atlanta area. We're in Midtown in Ansley Mall, where mm-hmm. we saw you right. this week. Uh, we're in downtown Decatur, and then we're in East Cobb in the Merchant's Walk Shopping Center. And we offer classes uh, roughly 800 a year through wow. these three locations. Uh, kids camp, I think, is personally my favorite thing, yeah. just because I love to see the kids cook. But we do kids' classes year-round. We do adult classes. Um, you know, everything that you can think of, from baking to grilling, uh, international cuisine, all types of cooking. We, we host cookbook authors that tour the country and come in and teach classes as well as local chefs that love to, so, to cook. Wendy, there were several kids, and they divided up into teams. They did. And this was team – what was the name of your, the team? This was team – the Ferris Cooks. The uh, Ferris they Cooks. They had a little fun with their name. Everybody knows, I would hope, that Ferris is the, the word that's used to, to, to convey when iron is present. And, of course, a cook is a chef. So right. they were our iron chefs this week. Oh, that's a great play on words. And um, so they had been cooking all week. And then this was the iron chef portion and so the winning team we have kate samuels and her twin sister joe and cole mccord so the three of them so um kate and uh let me ask you first since you're the first person i'm coming to um have you participated in a cooking class or a cooking school before um yes i have i actually did the cook's warehouse camp last year indicator and um I also did the Iron Chef competition with Joe, which we did not win. Ah, okay. So this was kind of a, a great thing that you came back, got a little revenge, and won this time. Okay, so Joe, twin sister Joe, um, working with your sister, do y'all now, after last year and, and learning more this year, do you cook at home? Yes, we do. So, like, what are the types of things that you're cooking at home for your mom and dad? Well, we um, really like to bake, so we normally bake together, like, on the weekends, or we'll, like, volunteer to cook dinner. Okay, how old are you? Twelve. Twelve. And you volunteer to cook dinner? Yes. So, are you getting, like, hot pockets out of the freezer, or what are you doing? Um, no, I like to cook homemade stuff, like salads and pasta and those kinds of things. And where where are you learning to, to do these things? It, from the skills that you learned at uh, Cook's Warehouse and from the cooking school? Yeah, the cooking school. That is tremendous. Okay, Cole, lucky man that you are. You got teamed up with two cute girls. Um, have you participated in a cooking school before? Well, I haven't done a particular kids camp, but Previous this year, um, in January, in fact, I took a pasta-making course at Cook's Warehouse um, by Chef Gloria, and I've been making pasta every week ever since. Homemade pasta. Yeah. It has three ingredients. Flour, eggs, and love. Oh. 
you're going to make some woman a great husband. So did you make any pasta this week? Because pasta, homemade pasta was not on the menu, I don't think, uh, this in the chef's challenge. Um, no, we did. I did not um, in the pasta making uh, not uh, in the chef's challenge. Iron chef's challenge. Iron chef challenge, or any other time in this camp, we didn't make any pasta. We did, however, make a um, a oven roasted chicken, which was my favorite dish. Uh, out, uh, out okay, of all that we made. let's tell our listeners what um, the menu that you served the judges that week for your chef's challenge. Do y'all remember what you did? An appetizer, um, an entree. A side and a drink and a dessert. Okay, what was your entre- What was your appetizer? Um, our appetizer was a bruschetta with sheep's cheese, um, with heirloom tomatoes and basil. Okay, how did you prepare your tomatoes? Um, we diced them and then we marinated them in some olive oil, shallots, and vinegar with salt and pepper. Now, how did you learn to do that? Um, well, I personally did not make the bruschetta, but my sister has been always wanting to make something like that had presentation, but also tasted really good. So she decided, because she always orders it in restaurants, that she would make it. <laughs> so, Joe, presentation is part of the meal because we eat with our eyes first, right? Yes. Okay, so it, it you did present very beautifully and that was part of the judging score when we you. judged your dish okay now what what was the cheese again it was um a sheep cheese from more more farms and friends oh many fold farms yes and you had it as a spread on the bottom instead of sprinkled on the top yes okay and who's and creativity was part of it, so that was very creative to to do that because a lot of times it does fall off on the plate. Yeah. Okay. Now, what was your entree, Cole? Um, for our for our entree, we made a um, oven roasted chicken sandwich, which had an avocado mayonnaise spread on the top and heirloom tomatoes. And what we did with the chicken was we marinated it and put that in the refrigerator and then we made our uh, gluten-free panko um, crust and then we um, put that in the oven. Now why did you decide to do oven baked instead of instead of fried? Well we did this earlier in the week and I personally loved how it turned out. I loved it so much that I thought we should um, make it again but alter it into a chicken sandwich um, to bring our own sort of presentation of the classic chicken sandwich okay so did any did y'all have any disagreements during this thing come on let's get down to the nitty-gritty did y'all have any disagreements during the week on what you should or shouldn't do with a dish not really was anybody bossy during the during the week who was the bossy one i don't think we had a bossy one to be (laughs) frank we all sort of we're a cohesive group of chefs. I sort of actually stayed in the background and let them sort of decide quite a few things, except I did interject sometimes. But I tried to leave it to these two professionals right next to me. Is, is, that, is he telling the truth, girls? Um, 
Yes, um, I think that um, me, or especially me, I had like a lot of opinions on like what I liked and what I didn't like and what I thought would look really good. And I think that Joe and Cole listened really well. And I think that's what made a great team was that we could all listen to each other. And so whenever I wanted to do something, Cole would be like, oh, well, I really like that idea. We could keep that and we could also add this. So I think that made a great team. I think you're going to be a great negotiator in your future, Cole, by, by approaching things in that manner. And I like the idea, the way that you snuck in mayonnaise into your avocado because i think mayonnaise is terrible and i hate it but you snuck it in with the avocado and i didn't know it was in there way to go sneaky mm -hmm. mm, he's like mm -hmm. okay and so uh, that was served with what was your side for our side we made a um, zucchini and corn succotash um, and originally we were going to um, roll it in um, what's it called? Prosciutto. prosciutto. Thank you. Um, in prosciutto, and then put that on the skillet for about one minute to heat up the prosciutto. But then they had the excellent idea of just making the prosciutto crispy and then crumbling it on top, which I think was an excellent add-on to. I thought that was probably one of the best dishes was the succotash and the crispy prosciutto on top <coughs> made it. And I would love to have that recipe because that was a light dish, but felt very hearty with the corn and the zucchini. It was very garden fresh, but with a very hearty touch with the prosciutto. So well done on that dish. Okay, so what was the drink that you served? We made a watermelon gingerade. A watermelon gingerade. Okay, tell me about that. Um. Um, sure, um, I'll tell. Um, so... First, we we got a, quite a bit of watermelon and then put that into a blender, and then we got the watermelon juice and mixed it with lemon juice, ginger, um, and I think there's one thing I'm forgetting. Lime. And lime. And we sifted that and then poured it in and added um, some seltzer water and served it with mint leaves as a garnish. It was very refreshing. Was it kind of laborious laborious to do did it was it time consuming it was time consuming especially um mincing the garlic or not gar garlic oh <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's what i tasted the ginger <laughs> the ginger mincing the ginger was okay was guys uh, uh kate joe samuels cole mccord we're going to take a break uh Wendy Allen from the Cook's Warehouse Cooking School for Kids. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to uh, talk about the dessert and how you can take classes, if you wish, with the Cook's Warehouse. You're listening to Atlanta Living, only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now more of Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Thank you, Scott. And we're all eating the wonderful pecan pie that Chef Tanya from Southern Art made. Uh, we are back with our winners from the Iron Chef Co Kids Cooking Competition at Cook's Warehouse that I was a part of uh, judging last Thursday, this past Thursday. I have Kate and Joe uh, Samuels and Cole McCord and then Wendy Allen, who is with Cook's Warehouse. So, um, kids, tell me uh, real quick what your dessert was. Um... Our dessert 
was a raspberry swirl frozen custard inside of a crepe with dark chocolate sauce. That wasn't hard at all, was it? No. It was so rich and decadent. It was it was delightful. So why did you choose a custard over just scooping out some ice cream? Well, I really like to bake and I've made ice cream before and I was thinking <laughs> Well who hasn't? <laughs> right. <No. laughs> um to do ice cream in a waffle cone and we earlier this week we had done um a custard but it wasn't frozen with raspberry sauce and cole thought it'd be a good idea to do that but make put it in the ice cream machine and make it frozen and i was thinking we could do like a homemade waffle cone and then i was thinking wait that would just take too much time so tracy was like oh wait we could um make a crepe so a crepe yes (laughs) Um, and I was like a little confused by the idea, but then like once I made it, it made a lot of sense and it was really good. Well, it was delicious. That's what it was. So congratulations to the three of you and, and Wendy Allen with the Cook's Warehouse. Uh, you had some wonderful sponsors for this. We did. We did. So our theme for this week was slow food, um, and we incorporated a lot of local farms in our menu. So more farms and friends was a part of it. Uh, Manyfold farms, which the girls mentioned earlier, we had Pine Street Market involved. We had Riverview Farms involved. A lot of local farms. Uh, Banner Butter, which is a local butter producer, uh, provided a lot of product for the class. So we were we had lots of great local foods, and that was one of our goals was to teach the kids how important it is to source and utilize local. Uh, foods in their in their cooking uh, and then our big sponsor for the week was Wustoff Knives uh, they provided we were talking about this just before we went on air with the girls and with Cole that they provided a knife kit for every child in our camp nice. so the kids got them on Monday morning they got a knife skills lesson learned how to use them how to take care of them and then they were able to use them all week and went home with them yesterday and I asked the kids if they were going to allow their parents to use them and I think the answer was a resounding no. No. (laughs) Okay, if people want more information on the classes that you do have, where would you send them? Uh, They can go to our website, which is cookswarehouse.com, and click on on the cooking classes link and see everything that we're offering. Uh, Like I said, we do adult classes, and we do kids classes year-round, and we've got several more of those kids classes coming up this summer. Congratulations, you guys. I was very proud of you. Hope to see you and eat at one of your restaurants soon. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.